0: Eddie Hearn has called out IFL TV for the way in which they cover the sport of boxing. He believes that they show biases towards his rival promoters Frank Warren and Bob Barram in the way in which they question them in comparison to himself. But does he have a point? Let's talk about it before we do. My name is Rahul J Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. Look, <clears throat> in my opinion, Eddie Hearn has been making this point for the best part of two years. Right um, now. I believe I've seen every single interview that Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren have done with both IFL TV and Boxing Social. Now, I shouldn't be so proud of that, and I'm not proud of it, but it's a fact, right? And I've I've noticed on multiple occasions Eddie Hearn referencing the fact that he believes that Coogan Cassius lets other promoters get away with it in terms of the way in which they're questioning in comparison to himself, right? Um, now, the thing is, in the past, he's made this point in a jovial, laughy, jokey manner. And I feel as though that changed slightly over the last couple of weeks after the, the this purse bid for the Tyson Fury did in white fight and all of the... the the negotiations around step aside and all of that stuff that led into the purse bids, right? Now, <clears throat> it kind of came to light a little bit during a Zoom interview that Coogan Cassius was doing with Eddie Hearn. And what I took away from that conversation is this. Coogan Cassius was basically saying, according to Frank Warren and Tyson Fury, the reason why the step aside deal didn't happen is because AJ, at the 11th hour, decided he wanted £5 million more for the deal to go ahead and Eddie Hearn's side of the story is we were told that AJ is stepping aside so Tyson Fury can fight Usyk and then we find out actually Tyson Fury wants to have a warm-up fight in March and then he wants to fight Usyk which delays things a little further and because the terms of the deal have changed the price changes too so next time you speak with Frank Warren and Tyson Fury, make sure you ask them a simple question. Were you or were you not willing to fight Usyk next? Why didn't you want to fight Usyk next? Why did you need a warm-up fight? That's basically what he was getting at, right? Now, Umar seems to be the guy that has access to Frank Warren more so than is If it was uh, Kugankas is the matchroom guy, he he, he, he gets... um time with Eddie Hearn and Umar's the guy that goes and and speaks with Frank Warren on a regular basis and covers Frank Warren events, right? Now, I feel as though Umar took offense to this and he was quite aggressive in his line of questioning uh, to Eddie Hearn in their interview last week at the the, the Katie Taylor um, press conference event and um, it's the first time I've seen Eddie Hearn be so blunt in giving an opinion about an interviewer specifically, because he said, Umar, you're not very probing in the way in which you ask questions. Now, Umar said to Eddie Hearn during this conversation, if, all right, what specifically do you want me to ask? And I think Eddie Hearn kind of said, look, it don't matter. I don't want you to ask anything specific. But I feel as though Umar failed to read the room after that exchange. And I'll come to that in a little bit, because in order for me to share my opinion about all of this I I feel as though I need to go back back to the infancy of IFL TV and uh, the start of the relationship that Eddie Hearn had had with Sky Sports back in the day when, when he first started promoting on Sky Sports because I feel like I was probably one of the first few hundred subscribers to IFL TV in them days it was I film London we film stuff was the tagline and there was a handful of YouTube boxing channels There was there was ifl tv uh uk wing Chun student hat man before he had to strike back when he used to show his face um ellie sec back reporting there was just literally just a handful of channels right <clears throat> and i feel as though eddie hearn has a point in in what you're saying but at the same time I feel as though Eddie Hearn has always kind of known the rules of the game that he's personally playing. Let me explain. So if we go back to that era, back when, you know, a UK YouTube boxing community was just being born. Eddie Hearn saw the value in IFL TV, and he struck up a relationship with IFL TV, allowed IFL TV access to his events, understood that this isn't a traditional media outlet, and so spoke to Coogan, Cassius, etc., in a certain way, you know, they'd be... Allowed access to certain things that traditional media wouldn't have access to, like you'd see y- t- 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 them sat in the back of a car and on the back of a Rolls Royce driving up to bloody Liverpool for a press conference, like talking to each other, getting you know filming an interview there. Like, th- these aren't these aren't circumstances that you see with traditional media because I think Eddie Hearn at the time knew this isn't this isn't a traditional media outlet, right? So the relationship be kind of it was informal, and it flourished from that. And it's kind of turned into a friendship sort of thing. It's not. It doesn't feel as though it's a business stroke professional relationship that IFL TV Coogan Cassis has with Eddie Hearn, right? On the flip side, during IFL TV's infancy, <clears throat> um, Frank Warren banned them from his shows, issued them with a legal letter, I believe. And I feel as though it's probably... I, I feel... I can't remember the specifics around it, but I think it was because a boxer said some disparaging things about Queensbury or their business practices, and um, because of that, IFL TV got issued a legal notice. And I remember an interview that I think Hoon Cassius was doing with Eddie Hearn where he started having a right moan about Frank Warren and about this legal notice, and we didn't even say anything. It was It was this boxer. Why is he issuing us with a legal notice? But the foundations of that relationship were built on business because when that when that ban got lifted, Frank Warren actually gave Coogan Cassius and James helder um, sh- I'm sure you guys will remember a show on Box Nation and the foundation of that relationship had been strictly business and what is IFL TV's business it's access to events shows so they can interview fighters promoters trainers etc if they don't have the access <coughs> they don 't have a business effectively. And I feel as though these um, accusations, I suppose is the right word, that Eddie Hearn has made about other promoters being allowed to edit interviews, um, block interviews from going out, ask for questions up front, dictate what subjects are discussed during interviews. I feel as though those accusations that he's making about other promoters um, are things that ifl tv allow because they don't really have a choice they need the access right um and when i kind of said at the beginning that eddie hearn kind of only has himself to blame because he's known the rules of the game effectively the reason why i say that is he's references Throughout the years, and he's referenced how his rivals are dinosaurs. They don't know how to play the game. They don't understand technology. They don't understand new age media, which is why they're not very good promoters, which is why he's better than them, right? That's kind of one way of looking at it. But also, where I think Eddie Han has a very valid point is, if we go back to the specifics of this this, um, argument, Right. If we go back to the specifics of this, where he's asked, he specifically said, "Ask these questions. Ask Tyson Fury and Frank Warren these questions. Why isn't Tyson Fury willing to fight Usyk next?" Right. I feel as though that question can be asked without pissing anyone off. And Umar went and interviewed Tyson Fury. He's interviewed Frank Warren and he's interviewed Bob Arum. And for me, he failed to ask those basic questions. He failed to ask those questions, right? Um, Now look, I've already said that IFL TV isn't a traditional media outlet. I don't think any of these guys um, would consider themselves as journalists or reporters. And... I don't, f- I feel as though I think Kukenkass has actually come out and said in the past that, um, he doesn't, he doesn't want to talk about anything with anyone that anybody doesn't want to talk about. He doesn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. He's actually asked people in the past, are you sure you want me to put this out after an interview has been done? So he's, he's all, he's always been quite vocal about his position. Um, <clears throat> but the issue that I've got is if Umar is going to come and interview Eddie Hearn and be quite aggressive and call him out on the statements he's made. Um, you can't then go and just prove him right. Literally a few days later. Because that's what happened, right? Because Eddie Hearn called Umar out on his questioning techniques. And I actually happen to agree with him. Because, look, I don't know Uma. I've got nothing against him. But um, when I tune into an IFL TV interview, and I, it's Umar that's done the interview... I kind of, I'm a little bit oh, I wish it was someone else. Because, look, the, way that the problem that I've got with him is the way in which he asks questions, he inserts too much of his opinion in the question. And because of that, it leads the conversation down a narrow path. And the answer that he gets from the subject doesn't explore all of the ideas that necessarily can be explored During that interview. Right? That's the first thing. The second thing is. (laughs) Is I feel as though Umar, Unfortunately. He doesn't really keep up to date. With the latest news. In the sport. Because there's times where I'd see. An interview that he's done. Where he hasn't got the latest information to hand. He's not discussing. uh, The most accurate information. With the person that he's talking to. And. You don't have to consider yourself a journalist, but if you consider yourself a fan with a camera that has access to these personalities to have these conversation stroke interviews, then it's incumbent on you to do the work required to have the most meaningful conversation or the most meaningful interview. And <clears throat> unfortunately... During these interviews that he had with Frank Warren and with Tyson Fury, he failed to ask the basic questions that Eddie Hearn believes needed to be asked. And look, Eddie Hearn shouldn't dictate. He shouldn't dictate who asks what and why. But where there's a clear, um, where there's a clear point that two people are debating. The reason why this step aside deal collapsed, um, and we've explored one side, and we've 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 asked all of the questions that we can of one side, then we should go and ask the opposing questions to the other side. So us as fans can make uh, uh, so us as fans can form an opinion on what we think went wrong, right? Now, I personally don't expect much from these YouTube boxing outlets. Like, the guys that I think... The guys that I I kind of have high expectations of are Rob Tebber, Andy Prowell, probably Danny Flexon out of the UK lot, in terms of guys that go and cover um, events and, and, and have these conversations about current affairs with the people involved in the sport of boxing. Um... I enjoy Coogan Cassius' interviews. I believe he does ask uh, probing questions and difficult questions, etc. But like I said earlier on in the interview, he's also openly admitted that he isn't someone that is a journalist or whatever, right? Now, I don't know what Umar considers himself to be. I don't know whether he considers himself to be a reporter, a journalist or whatever. But... (laughs) It's pretty clear that he does have his own biases. He has his own relationships with the likes of Frank Warren and Tyson Fury, etc. And and that's fine. Just be open. Just be open about it. Just be open about it. Um, And don't be offended when people call you out on it. The other thing that is an elephant in the room is the relationship ...that IFL have with MTK Global... ...who are obviously a very powerful entity within the sport... ...and they're the same guys that manage Tyson Fury. Now, I don't know... ...I I actually kind of doubt whether they have an influence... ...on how interviews with Tyson Fury are, are conducted. However, I do believe... They have an influence on the access that IFL TV tend to get to Tyson Fury. And as an indirect result of this, it's again within their best interest not to annoy Tyson Fury because they get the most access to him. And because they don't want to annoy Tyson Fury, and Tyson Fury is quite a volatile character... It's within the interest to go easy on Tyson Fury and not call Tyson Fury out on his, his, his inconsistencies, his contradictions. And this is the state that we're in, in terms of, <laughs> of boxing in the UK. Because nobody, I personally don't bother with traditional boxing media, newspapers and things of that nature. The only the only thing that I do is 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 I watch these interviews that these YouTube outlets have with these personalities in the sport. And I'd consider myself to be someone that's quite neutral. I don't really have a favorite promoter. I don't really have that many kind of currently anyway. I don't really have favorite boxers. What I do have is my opinion on different people within the sport as a result of the hours of content that I've watched them interviewed in. And I understand and I appreciate that it's not a level playing field. And I understand and I appreciate that the... um, The the resources we have within the sport in terms of uh, people that are interviewing these fighters, promoters, trainers, managers, TV um, execs, a lot of them aren't the sharpest tools in the box and as a result we're not going to necessarily get uh, a hard hitting informative interview all the time. Having said that, we do have some really good personalities that I've mentioned earlier on. And put it this way, I'd rather they were here covering the sport than not. But going back to the premise of this video, how we started this conversation, I believe Eddie Hearn has a very valid point in calling out Umar for his line of questioning. To Frank Warren and Tyson Fury, not just over the last couple of weeks, but over the last year or so, maybe longer. But at the same time, the game's the game. And Eddie Hearn has used the game to his advantage. And this part of the game just happens to be where he's at a slight disadvantage. Now he has every right to call it out. But does he have any right to complain? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, those are my opinions. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, please feel free to comment about anything that I've said in this video. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. I will catch you guys next time.